Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Breath Hub. Take a deep breath. Deep conversations are starting. Welcome everyone to Deep Conversations with Breath Hub. I have a beautiful guest in front of me, dear Erin, welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, so this is kind of like we're creating this culture of uh, our guests, breath workers and meditation teachers. And we first start with introducing, I'm letting you introduce yourself, because I think it's very important for you to introduce yourself instead of me introducing you. Uh, and then we'll yes. dive into some deep conversations. Let's see. Okay, so hello everyone. My name's Erin. Um, I'm a yoga, breathwork and meditation teacher living in London. Um, but I've been a professional dancer for the past 17 years. Um, and I've had an amazing career. I've travelled the world um, going on tours with artists. And I've done some really amazing things. But... Um, at the same time a lot of high pressure things and um, so you know I struggled a lot with anxiety depression things like that and um, and so that's kind of led me on to yoga meditation breath work and that's kind of um why I moved into this field because I felt like I could help people and um, the way I've been helped so I now also run my own online retreat which um, consists of 28 days of meditation and journaling tasks and it's just kind of a combination of all of the spiritual practices that have helped me in my life and um, and so yeah that's what I'm working on now as well as teaching around London and online and working with brands and different things <laughs> beautiful so what are you what uh, can you give us more detail about what you're teaching and why you're so passionate about it? Um, yeah, so I teach in studios um, just yoga, um, which we know is obviously a really powerful modality for healing. Yeah, um, yeah. But I also teach um, meditation online, mainly. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. with my retreat I have members who join there and mm -hmm. I've actually only recently started teaching breathwork so I'm fairly new as a breathwork teacher but obviously I've always taught pranayama in my yoga classes and I know the um, powerful mm -hmm. effects of yeah. um, pranayama are you, mostly, well. are you mostly as a teacher are you mostly teaching and using pranayama and yogic breathing methods or are you also using methods like coherent breathing or conscious connected breathing so where are you at exactly around your breathwork journey yeah so um i would have initially worked with pranayama mainly because that's what i learned on my yoga trainings but now obviously i have more knowledge and um, with other breathwork techniques i'm um, starting to use them more and more and starting to practice them more and more myself and realize how powerful they are how much they change things for me um, so obviously I want to share that with people as much as possible. But yeah, I am relatively new on my breathwork journey in terms of those techniques. Beautiful, beautiful. So if we go uh, back to your journey, when you first started yoga and when you first had maybe the need 
to connect within or connect with yourself or start with all of these practices beside what you were doing before. Mm. When was that and why was it? Like, was there a specific need? Because I think all of our journeys are alike. Like, I had a deep need yeah. for breathing. I, have a de- I had a deep need to... I really felt I needed to connect more with myself because I was feeling disconnected from myself and disconnected from how I felt really or what I wanted in life or what I, you know, I, I felt mm. at one time in my 20s disconnected from who I was. So how was your journey? How did it mm. begin? How did it all begin? How, what was the calling? Like my calling was a high level of depression. What was your calling? <laughs> <laughs> it always starts with something like that, doesn't it? Anxiety, depression, these things are so common with so many people. But I think um, I don't know if I purposely started yoga because I had these problems or if starting yoga made me realize I had these problems because I think when you're younger you're unaware you're unaware of what's going on and you know I'd have moments and I never understood what it was but you know I'd be walking down the street and then suddenly I'd get this horrible feeling like oh like I'd I'd almost need to curl up on a ball like like an anxiety attack and I never really understood and I used to say to my mum like I'm having these weird feelings and I think when I started yoga um, and I started learning about, I don't know, the practices and the power of the practices and how they were kind of changing the way I felt or making these anxiety bouts less, um, then I think I realised what state I was in before, if you know what I mean. So I, I would have started yoga just purely for exercise, like my friend introduced mm. it to me and then I started to realize I'd get like amazing, I'd just feel amazing after like I'd lay in Shavasana and I'd like it, all this emotion would come up. And obviously, we know when we clear emotion, like we don't want to hold emotion, we, we want it, we yeah, want to clear yeah. it. So, how much better you feel once you've done that and things like that. I think, um, yeah, yeah. It just it just really helped me along with a gratitude practice. I have to say, like a gratitude practice is is really the thing that started off my spiritual journey. I read um, Rhonda Byrne's books and um, that really just started around the same time. And then I just kept like yeah. diving deeper into yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah. How I see it and how I hear it is I think that's also very common. That's, you know, most people, mm. maybe like yourself, maybe, you know, there are uh, others, who, maybe some people who are listening to us right now. Sometimes we don't feel how much space we need. Like sometimes we go yeah. on with our lives, we go on and on and on without stopping and without giving us the space to just be, to just be with ourselves, yeah. to just hang in there. Like we're constantly, it is, I think, the biggest problem of people living in the 21st century. We're grown up, we are growing up in environments. I grew up like that as well. We grow up in environments where performance and action are honored and not doing enough are dishonored, yeah. you know, like discipline and performance yeah. and action plans and let's do it, let's smash it, let's get it on, wow, you know, that, wow, wow, that, yeah, absolutely. That, is, that is embraced, that is honored, people love that and, mm. and yeah, not many people honors or embraces like going deep, just stopping, giving ourselves some space yeah. and I think 
that's mainly why many people don't even maybe realize um, uh, yeah. if they're disconnected or and when you were when you were telling your story I remembered my own story I think I might have started like yours as well I don't remember if I started with yoga and then it led me to seeing and understanding how horrible I felt or the opposite <laughs> because yeah. it's, it's been so yeah. long I mean I was in my 20s I'm almost 50 now so it's been so long since I started yoga and mm. meditation so I think you're right I mean with me I think starting yoga and stopping and taking time to stop meditate just mm-hmm. to connect with my breathing, not doing anything with my breathing, but connected. I think that led me to understanding uh, how much space I needed or how much time I needed for myself, you know, myself to just be. And yeah, when you look we at, don't give ourselves you, that time. Yeah, right. And when you look at your 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 own journey, how much how much did it take you to really get in a space of balance and maybe gain an understanding about life for anyone listening and who are new to breathwork yoga meditation um well i think that's hard one to answer because it, i feel like it's an ongoing journey and then there'll be times where i where i feel like oh, i'm feeling really great at the moment really balanced and then i guess something else happens and it kind mm-hmm. of knocks us off but i think with these practices you know, we're always going to have things that are going to come into our path that are going to knock us off. But I think with these practices, it helps us build resilience. And so we can bounce back more quickly and maybe doesn't knock us off quite as far as it would have done before. So yeah, we're not always in a perfect balance, but I think we're able to sort of keep it at a level that is way more balanced than it would have been if you don't do the practices, you know. Um, yeah, kind so of in that knowing, way they've definitely kind, helped me kind of like knowing you can anchor back like you have that anchor and you can yeah. get back you can center get centered and even knowing that yeah because you know center yeah, yeah you know the center. yeah definitely. I think the, that's the yeah you're right I think the best part of um, gaining a habit gaining a daily habit like even if I uh, I usually tell my students and anybody who is using breath hub or other tools uh, it's not going to happen overnight so having the having uh, the um, I mean having a daily habit practicing daily even if it's five minutes 10 minutes 20 minutes I think that makes the whole difference because once you gain Mm. that habit if you're habitually just, you know, when you wake up, stopping and taking a few minutes to breathe and connect with yourself and then during the day, maybe a few times and maybe at night, then what happens is you understand that there is a way, like kind of like you know that yeah. you can calm yourself down or you can get centered again. Then when things happen in life, you don't lose it. I think that's the main yeah. main thing, like we don't totally lose it at least (laughs) yeah it's like a toolkit isn't it to keep coming back to like you know it's there when you need it you can go and grab it you're like okay today I feel off which practice am I going to choose I think I need this one and yeah they're there now that we know them to help do you think do you think because I meet some people especially in the business world because I'm also leading the company Breath Up is a huge project you know being a startup uh, project and we constantly are fundraising and speaking with investors and also in front of a lot of business people we have corporate packages and so 
there have been some people, interestingly enough, stating that maybe all of these are just trends. You know, it's like, what's the next trend? Because it's kind of like breathwork has been, I mean, we've been using breathwork, humanity has been using breathwork for ages, for centuries. Mm. But now it's mm. becoming more trendy because more people are doing it or yoga, you know, it became trendy. Uh, and some people are looking mm. at it as, you know, this is going to last until the next trend. It's not going to last for 100 years. What do you think about it? Do you think it's mm. a trend or do you think we'll, we'll hold on to that for the next hundred or a couple hundred um, years? <laughs> well, I hope so. No, I don't agree it's a trend. Um, I believe that it's become possible because more people are discovering it and, you know, we have um, more people teaching it and it's, so it's just spreading far and wide. But I think the fact is they have been practicing these, these these are ancient traditions like they've been practicing them like you said for centuries and there's a reason that for that and if you don't pra do these practices you won't understand so maybe the people who are stating this are people who actually don't do these practices because i think when you do the practices and you feel the effects the benefits you, you, there's just no way <laughs> that you'd not yeah. do them anymore it's almost like once you start, you, you're just not going to stop. They're, they're too powerful mm -hmm. and they're what everybody needs. If the whole world did these practices, it would be such a different place, a better place. Mm -hmm. um, so, no, I don't think they're trends. I'd yeah, like to, to not think so yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, some people also tell me, like, once they start the practice, like yoga and meditation and breath work, and once they understand the value of it and uh, go on you know it's kind of like go on a path uh, mm. so most people uh, most people's lives starts changing as well like some people state that you know they can't hang out with their with some of their friends they can't do the same things they did many years ago how has life changed mm. for you like are there any people whom you can't not you can't, but it's like um, life doesn't allow you to choose not be together. To it's like or choose not to. Or are there some things, behavioral yeah. or life habits, that changed after you started um, practice? I think um, because these practices bring such an awareness, a self awareness. Um, that you start to realise the things that make you feel off. Um, so it's it's not like I've necessarily cut people out of my life, but I think like just naturally you grow apart from the people who aren't necessarily aligned with you, whereas before you might um, spend time with them and maybe their energy would drain you or you'd feel drained afterwards, but you'd not realise it was that. But then as soon as you become aware you start realizing that certain things or people or, or energy aren't quite there for you. So then you, I think it just naturally, you just stop putting your energy there, don't you? I've not, I've not cut yeah. people out necessarily, but I think the universe has just naturally yeah. parted yeah. me from things and people. Yeah. And for example, my dance career, I, I absolutely love loved what I did I was so lucky like but it was the biggest source of anxiety for me like it was such high pressure and there was a lot of situations that really didn't make me feel good 
but mm. I did it because it was my job and I almost feel like um, the pandemic has sort of um, put an end to my career because the work stopped but when it stopped I suddenly stopped feeling anxious like I was and I was like wow <laughs> like that's quite a big you know thing that's happened but it separated me from this thing that not, wasn't necessarily making me feel good so I feel like it's like the universe that separates me rather than me choosing to because it knows that those things aren't aligned with me anymore. No. It's very impressive how many people uh, started looking back, how many people started thinking about how they benefited actually from COVID. It's like maybe maybe after you know, 10 years or 20 years, humanity will say COVID was the best thing that ever happened to us. You know, besides, of course, the people who are dying. But the thing is, people are dying anyway, yeah. not to undermine the situation. Mm. But, you know, um, mm. I mean, I hear a lot of people who benefited because it's kind of like the universe told us to just stop whatever you're doing. You're so off, you know. You're just so on your path. Yeah, stop and re reevaluate. <laughs> you know, get back, tune in, center. I mean, mm. uh, if you look at it, like even breath up and deep conversations and all of the things we've been doing in the past two years have been born after COVID. So I think with me yeah. and with most of my friends, we gained a lot of clarity what about what we want mm. and what we need in life yeah that's that's very nice to hear so may we also say yeah uh because that's what i i hear from you as well the more we practice the more we spend time with ourselves the more in tune we are with ourselves with our physical bodies mm. with our minds how we feel who we are with meditation yoga breath work the more we start valuing mm. ourselves and then we can't, we can't just spend our... Because when we value ourselves, we value our time, we value our ener energy, mm -hmm. we, yeah, we value our attention, and that's why we just can't spend time, energy, and attention with things that are not aligned to us, which uh, things we don't value enough. And I think maybe mm -hmm. that's, that's yeah. what's happening with all of us. Because, you know, that's very common with me as well, probably with many people who are listening to this podcast, if they are doing breath work and meditation. And that's definitely going to happen if you keep on practicing breath work and meditation daily with breath up or other tools. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah 100%. Like, um, you start to find awareness of how good the practices make you feel. And so... You know, I've definitely had moments where I've allowed the busyness of life just to take over and I start to feel like myself like drifting off and I'm like, oh, my mind's so busy, I feel stressed. And then I'm like, I know that I need to give myself time. I need to prioritize myself. I need to do these things that allow me to be the best version of myself so then I can show up for other people. But you're right, it makes you value yourself, put yourself first so that you can be the best you can be. And People, some people say that's selfish, but it's not because it benefits everyone who you come into contact with if you're a nicer person. Um, and that's the same for everyone. If we did these things and we were nicer people, it would just be the world would be a better place, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, what I want to ask you is um, right now in your life, what are you in love with? What do you love the most? 
um I have to say travel <laughs> which travel. is um diff- difficult um in some ways because of you know the pandemic and restrictions and things but I also think it's kind of not being able to travel like I used to has made me realize how much I love it and it's almost made me um try to move my life into a way that allows me to travel more because so my aim is to be able to you know get my work completely remote so I can just travel the world so it's a work in progress at the moment but yeah it's just it's what I love it's what makes me happy going on an adventure and meeting new people seeing the world like the world's so huge and there's not a lot of time to see it all (laughs) so yeah yeah, I love traveling yeah, beautiful. Mm. Thank you very much. I think this was a beautiful conversation with beautiful messages in it, and I'm sure everybody listening to it loved it. We have one very last meaningful question uh, for uh, okay. me to ask. What would you like to see happen in the world before you die? I mean, it sounds cliche, doesn't it? But mm. just more love. Like it's something that I say to uh, the members on my retreat constantly and and a lot of them come to me with problems or things they're not sure about and I'm like, think about how you're going to answer this for yourself. Are you leading yourself with love or with fear? And when you lead with love, like it can only go in a good direction. I think everybody just needs to lead with love first because we let fear get in the way and that's when problems arise. So more love in the world and just then the world would be a better place. Yeah. So I need Can't to ask you one more question um, because I'm <laughs> sure the people who are listening to us are asking that question as well. Um, I mean, two, it will be two questions. The first one is how would you describe love and what are the tools you use to connect and be connected and stay connected with that love? Um, so I, I guess I describe love as a vibration so a high level vibration and you can feel you can feel like everybody can sense energy it's a high level of energy and so you know when I think about a situation I'm in and I can't make a decision or and I think well if I make this decision through love how does that make me feel like which which direction makes me feel um that high vibrational energy and then I know that's the one that I need to go with that's one you always want to go with it we we're healthier people we're happier people when we vibrate on that higher level and everybody around us can experience that energy Mm. from us you know you can tell when you walk in a room and someone's beaming or if someone's like scared Mm. and negative like you can feel Mm. it you don't even need to speak so yeah Mm. for me it's a an energy and a vibration beautiful i sometimes call Mm. it uh, inspiration as well just being inspired from within. Mm -hmm. Okay, and what would you suggest to anyone to stay connected with that energy? I mean, I'm sure we already talked about it, but like how do you stay connected with that energy? And uh, yeah. Mm. I, for me, the, the thing that keeps me on that high vibration is my gratitude practice. And, um, for me, if I'm honest, I wouldn't say I'm a naturally positive person. It, do, it doesn't come naturally to me. Some people just are. I'm not. I've always um, 
almost seen the worst in things, which isn't great. But so I have to actively practice gratitude. I have to write it in my journal. I try and make sure I do 10 things a day. And then I really connect with my heart. Um, and I reread the things and I say thank you three times. And it just helps me feel that love and gratitude. And I just, I can feel everything shift when I do it. And that's what I'm trying to share with people on my retreat. Beautiful. And how Beautiful. powerful it is. Mm. Yeah. I, I do the <laughs> gratitude practice when I'm in bed going to sleep every night. I close yeah. my eyes before going to bed. I think about everything I feel grateful about everything that happened and in yeah. general everything I'm grateful about before I go to sleep and I suggest that to everyone, That's everyone so listening to because I think going to sleep I mean during the day of course it's important like if people can do the gratitude exercise morning noon <laughs> that night uh, I love doing yeah, it all day, as well, <laughs> all day. Uh, I especially mm -hmm. love uh, before I go to sleep because it's kind of like, I, f I mean, maybe it's me, but uh, I kind of feel like something changes in my sleep. And during my sleep, if I do that while I'm going to sleep, I even yeah. fall asleep thinking about the things I'm grateful Better. about. You know, it's like falling asleep yeah, because... with that. It's like, it, I think something happens during sleep. I wake up with ease and with a lot of energy, well-rested. What do you think about yeah. that? <laughs> because, yeah, I 100% agree. I actually read that in a book. Um, do you know Dr. Wayne Dyer? Yeah, um, sure. Yeah. He's, um, yeah, he, he's written a book called, um, oh, God, I've actually forgotten what it's called, but it's a great book. I'm going to find out what it's called. But it talks about the last five minutes before you go to sleep and how important they are because that's when you're sort of drifting between wakefulness and sleep is when you go into your subconscious mind and if you're taking with you those positive thoughts the gratitude all of that stuff that the subconscious is actually where our reality is created so it totally makes sense that when you wake up you feel mm -hmm. better and things start going better like when you're when you're carrying that through with you when you go to Beautiful, bed and to so many people because, think about yeah yeah because people I just think about negative yeah. things at night yeah yeah, I didn't know about it. <laughs> I'll I find out what it's called. I think I did read one of his books, and he's actually a friend, and I think a student of one of my teachers, Dr. Di Martini, and he wrote his book after he finished some of his courses, I believe. Uh, he's also a good friend. Right. Uh, I didn't know it, but like gratitude, gratitude is a big thing. I was just doing it intentionally, uh, you know, thinking about everything I was grateful during the day. It's like it's just great, you know, to do that when you're falling to sleep. Yeah. I think it's a great way to fall asleep. That's why I was doing it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let's no, suggest it, it to is. everyone. I agree. Yeah, so it's our exercise. Yeah. I wish I could remember the name of the book. <laughs> Pardon? Yeah, he has a lot of books. So it's our exercise from now on, Erin. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Gratitude. what I do try and do that every, every day anyway, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> it's beautiful. so powerful. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. And uh, thank it's great you, it's lovely to chat to you. Yeah, exactly. You it's, too. It's, uh, beautiful, it's very inspiring, and it's lovely to uh, know that you exist and you're beautiful and everything you said. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. You too. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Full of gratitude. Thank you. <laughs> Enjoy Me your day. <laughs> bye. You too. Bye bye.